0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 117 of Land Parties from the Las Vegas Review Journal. This episode is brought to you by Blue Wire. I am your host, Lucas Agin, and joining me as always is my co-host, Ryan Smith. Ryan, yesterday the wind was so great we we might have gotten blown away thankfully everything survived and we're here but how was your weekend
1: it, it was good and again our apologies uh we we're supposed to have a guest on and record yesterday i had major pc issues i ended up losing a, a stick of ram uh, my big hard drive ended up dying. It was a mess. So, our apologies again, uh, to those folks, but we're hoping to be able to bring them on, uh, here next week. But overall, the weekend was good. I, I buckled to peer pressure and I ended up, um, give me one second. Sorry. Uh, I ended up, uh, Buckling to the peer pressure, and and I picked up uh Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I I am really enjoying it. I was watching people stream and I was like, man, I was like, I, I'm a fan, I like the uh Borderlands series. Uh great animation, great acting. Uh, they're a lot of fun. I love a good loot shooter, and uh Bar- Borderlands is probably one of the best loot shooters out there. So, uh, I've, I've been enjoying that, uh, didn't really do too much. I play a little bit of scum, a little bit of destiny, but for the most part, I, I kept it chill and with it being uh, spring break this week here in Las Vegas, the girls are, are at home. So it's kind of a nice chill week for me. Uh, what about yourself, brother? Yeah, my weekend was pretty good. Uh, you know, if
0: you're in Vegas, or I guess if you're not, and you're just a BTS fan, you know that the BTS madness has All arrived. Right. Uh, of which my girlfriend is a huge fan, so we went to some of the pop ups around town. Uh, we are going to the concert on Friday. Wish me luck, everybody. Yeah, that Are they great? Uh, you know, you know what? I I will give them credit because they put in a ton of training and work, and and frankly, you know if if you're popular enough to take over an entire city, oh my goodness, like more power to you guys. Uh, Yeah. We can only hope that we could ever be (laughs) like that in whatever area (laughs) of of our work. Uh, I did get some uh, time in with Dashing Dodrums, which by the way, very fun game very fun game chaotic Uh, yeah yeah, i I think as fun as i was hoping it would be for for a game like that so shout out to that whole team and listen to last week's episode if you missed it because we talked a whole lot about that game uh and uh a lot of fun so that that was my weekend not a whole lot of gaming this coming weekend but i'll sneak some in but ryan we did get a big announcement uh just recently and i i you know what maybe it's because i i have kind of lapsed from the series that this took mm-hmm. me by surprise but we got uh an announcement trailer for kingdom hearts 4 and uh like i said i was just shocked like i woke up i saw kingdom hearts trending i'm like what is this <laughs> <laughs> and oh my goodness so l- let me just say like i am a big kingdom hearts fan uh however mm-hmm. I'm hoping this is kind of the fresh start that I really think the series needs. And I only say that because if you look back at the history of Kingdom Hearts, there are a ton of games on a ton of different systems. And I feel like it lost me a little bit with the – I don't even know which games are essential (laughs) to keep Mm -hmm. up with the main storylines. And it's impossible for me to play all the games just because they kept releasing on like every system – known to man (laughs) so like i hope this is the like a definitive entry that can kind of bring back laps fans but also give new gamers uh, a chance to enter the series without feeling overwhelmed or uh, lost or having to like go back and try and uh, cover a ton of time trying to catch up but i'm excited for this game uh it looks really cool it's it's weird to see like a grown-up sora
1: (laughs) yeah but yeah uh,
0: Hey, more Power. I'm excited, Run. Is this are you are you a Kingdom Hearts guy?
1: It's funny that you say that because I've never played a single one of the games. Never played <laughs> a single one. I am excited though, because I know this is a huge series and I know that there's a lot of people that do play this. I, I mean there's been times I remember watching reaction videos when uh Sora was brought into uh Smash and people freaked out. So that alone tells me how much this series means to people. But you're right. This is this is that upgraded version. Uh, you know, Kingdom Hearts is no longer be gonna be just a child's game. Um, you know what I mean? Like, there not only do the characters seem to be growing up, but also this whole game is gonna be done in Unreal Engine Five. And we were talking about this last week, and just how um, like just the lighting, the graphics, everything about it. So for them to utilize that system and and it, you know they got rid of his goofy like big old shoes. I noticed, uh, <laughs> which is fine because that. I mean I'm not going to lie like for me I'm like what is that it's kind of nah, I'm good on this I'm good on this like it, it's got it's nice cuz it's got a lot of uh, different IPs but like this looks clean and with that upgrade to the graphics um I think it's going to be huge I've already you know going on Twitter I know a lot of my friends are already talking about how they can't wait for this to come out so this is this is going to be really nice I, you know and and again utilizing the technology that's out there. This looks like a more grown up version of Kingdom Hearts. So, this is to me kind of like that next step in its evolution uh, for the games. And this is going to be absolutely huge for people. And I'm excited. You know, I, again, I don't know that I will pick it up or start it, or maybe I go back and play some of the other ones. I feel like there's definitely more incentive uh, to do so just with, with, with the graphic changes alone and it, and, and whatever changes that they bring to it. But I I feel kind of like what you're saying, Lucas, I feel like there's, there has definitely been a bit of disconnect for me just because I've, I've heard a lot of negative As far as like the older games and trying to play them and issues and stuff like that with them. So, like, I've just never gotten around to being like, oh, let me let me go find these and and start playing them. Um, But this might be the incentive uh, for me to do so, because this looks really clean. But most of all, I'm just excited for the fans, for, for the folks that this means so much to them. Um, what a, what a surprise. I didn't even know, you know, I, I figured to the, the series was done. That's what I was thinking that They were, they were right. done. I, I don't know how the last one did, but I figured, all right, cool. It ran its course. They I, I know it took, takes a while for them to come out. So we'll see if there is a better timeline as far as the development process for this um, I don't even know if they threw out any kind of tease as far as when they expect this to come out. But I imagine it, it'll probably be a, a couple to a few years down the road. I don't know.
0: Yeah, as long as it's not as long as the wait between Kingdom Hearts 2 and Kingdom Hearts 3. Because right. that was excruciating. So it like seven years, right? Uh, it, it was longer than that. Or Kingdom some, Hearts 2 oh. was out on like, the PS2 era. Oh and so, my goodness. So like That's yeah, the, wild. Wait, the wait till Kingdom Hearts 3 proper was just like way too long cuz then Kingdom Hearts 3 came out obviously on uh last gen. <laughs> so right. So like like let's not do like a decade decade plus wait guys from from now. Hopefully it's a normal like I if this if this comes out within like 3 ish 4 years, you know what? I'll take it cuz it's better than yeah. 10. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, No, I'm just like I said, I'm just excited. The graphical upgrade is the perfect time to kind of redefine this series and bring in a bunch of new fans. I'm hoping that's kind of the route they're taking on it.
1: Yeah. Is there is there anything like so did you play? Did you play the last one? You played the third one? (laughs) <laughs> or no we've actually we
0: we started it <laughs> okay um, okay <laughs> yeah no, no it's obviously you know the 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 biggest draw for me originally was just you know having this big stable of characters you know especially the disney characters and kind of mixing all these 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 you, you get to go to all the locations, meet all these characters like that has always been cool. Uh, I think initially my impressions of, of three uh, with how far we were, we were at is I liked it. I liked it, but it just wasn't uh, like back in the day, kingdom hearts one and two just set like standards. <laughs> and mm-hmm. this one was, was good, but wasn't like ahead of the curve. And I, I'm, I think that's what uh, I'm yearning for, for them to kind of get back to, 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 good shape you know based on what we had experienced i would i would say it was a good not great game and i want that tears to get back to being great
1: yeah and i feel like your sentiment is shared by others because even folks that did play through all the third one they didn't seem like as much hype as there was for it it fizzled out pretty quickly once people actually got in and started playing it. So hopefully they're able to and, you know, with them working, you know, on on the Unreal Engine five, um, hopefully this will give them the opportunity not only to upgrade their graphics, but, you know, some of the some other internal uh uh things like controls uh speed and and things of that nature that also have that quality of life effect on games because it can look beautiful as as anything but if it's got clunky mechanics or it has things that People don't like your your game is gonna is gonna struggle. So this seems like it's a good opportunity for them. Almost like and not, I'm not saying that it's a reboot, but mm-hmm. almost like they're rebooting the series and they're saying here it is in the next generation of of graphical gaming and and utilizing haptic feedback and and all that stuff. I want it all. If they're gonna do it, they gotta go all in. Uh And and again, like I said, I've never played this, but this is for the fans. Of the series because I know the fans are strong and and they are everywhere with this series. So if anything, I wanted for them to have that not only to have that hype, but then to have that good experience once the game comes out. This is everything I hope for and more. So this is this is going to be interesting. But that, what I, I mean, I I, I almost want to go on YouTube and just look at people's reactions to this trailer because I guarantee you, dude, there are people that are crying. And freaking out on there, and I am here for it. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: There's nothing better than seeing devoted fans just lose their minds over a surprise announcement.
1: Absolutely <laughs> well, well we'll have to keep our eye on uh, on this one and as it uh, as they go through their developmental process and get closer to when they think they may be able to uh, launch this game. So like you said, hopefully it doesn't take them another ten years and they're able to work through this here in the next uh, three to five years and and get a good solid product. That people are going to be excited for but we'll definitely keep our eyes and ears open uh, on this development and and when things look like they're going to be coming not only that but now that I mean and I don't know how this works contractually but I noticed that they use Disney characters so I've seen some speculating going around and people are talking about maybe X-Men will be in this or Marvel characters or I mean technically they could be I don't know yeah, yeah, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> crazier things have happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that
0: that mm-hmm. would be pretty wild, and I'd be here for that.
1: Yeah, absolutely, dude. I, I, yeah, I'm excited for this. I mean, I'm excited for uh, for uh, the the fans of this series, and you know, the fact that they're using Unreal Five, you know that it's gonna be some crispy, clean gla- uh, graphics. So. Uh, I'm excited, you know, again, that, and that's why I was so excited about that announcement with, with Unreal 5 being fully released. That means that everybody now, not not that you couldn't get your hands on it before, but it's in a state, it's in a release state now to where, uh, Everybody will be able to go in and they're going to be starting to. And speaking of which, Joram uh, from from last week's episode uh, hit me up on Twitter and he actually uh, sent me a link where they showed a bunch of the uh, games that are going to be developed and that are being developed currently right now in uh, Unreal 5. So, again, Joram, thank you so much uh, for that information. I appreciate it, brother. (laughs) definitely and to continue
0: with the positive gaming news uh ryan we last weekend saw the release of sonic 2 and my goodness my goodness did it find success now i'm guessing that neither of us have seen it yet i haven't
1: (laughs) no i have not yet no
0: but it opened to 72 million 71 or 72 million the highest Mm uh straight up video game movie opening weekend in his the history of Hollywood um, Given the times we're living in where movies either seem to hit it big like Spider-Man or just tank. Mm-hmm. This is a huge result. Uh, very good result. You know what? Everybody that I know that I've seen this movie has said they've really enjoyed it. That it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I will be seeing this movie uh, as soon as the, the BTS madness dies down. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm just happy to see this movie excel as much as it has. And Finally, like finally, we're turning the corner, Ryan. Like now, these movies yes. are making money. Even Uncharted, to a degree, was a success. Uh, mm-hmm. So i you know what? We're seeing them bring in money, which will only help studios pull the trigger more and hopefully get us even better movies.
1: Yeah, this this is one that I'm really excited about. I do plan on uh I think we're going to go this week. I think I'm going to take my daughter this week. And I know she she wanted to see this. We watched the first one. But this to me is is, you know, this video game flick that is I mean, they do, they're doing the fan service so well on this. Um, it, it's, it, I mean, like from the, from the, uh, the poster art, which, you know, very, very, it parallels, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog too. If you, if you ever play that video game, like it's almost identical. And I love the fact that, that they pulled from the cover art of that game for the movie poster. That right there told me everything. I was like, yes, dude, they, these guys are in the zone as far as what it, what you know, what is, uh, um, what people want within this series. We're gonna get Knuckles. We get uh, Tails. Uh, we get an even closer looking uh, uh, Doctor Robotnik. So, you know, in his evolution of changing into into that villainous character that we all know, um, this is fantastic. And, and, and again, people are going out and this is the the biggest video game debut video game movie debut uh, ever. Correct. Or yes. for an opening weekend. Yep. That's yep. huge. That is absolutely huge. So that shows not only that, but that is also showing those folks in Hollywood that these video game adaptions are, uh, you know, they are viable if done correctly. I feel like in stark contrast, now getting back to the Halo show, you know, um it's like ah maybe you guys could take some notes from a little bit of this but don't don't get me wrong I'm I'm still I haven't watched the latest episode and and episode 2 was okay uh for halo I, I thought it you know it, it built off of episode 1 and I definitely felt like it was better uh than that first episode but uh you know it it's it's just crazy to me that this I mean This is, I'm excited to see this. I When I saw Knuckles, I was like, yes, give it to me, bring it all. And not only that, it was like I played those games, but I don't really know like the story story and like all the lore. And I think that's one thing that that's really fun for me with this uh, series is that. We're actually getting some lore of the games and if you're familiar with those games and stuff like that. So that's got to be really exciting for folks that have and do know the lore of of Sonic and they're starting to see this stuff play out now. Um, These are these are the kind of things that I hope for when they talked about, say, the doing a Destiny movie or a Destiny TV show. It's like these are those numbers and and those moments that you want to hit that people are going to be like, it's not like you're you're forcing in that fan service. It comes naturally. And I think that's why this does such a good job at at that. But I guess it's a little easier too, maybe because it's not all just live action. You have these animated or animated characters. It's family friendly. Um, I, I just feel like this series Bodes well for for film adaptation, uh, but this is really really exciting, and I'm definitely seeing it this week. We got to.
0: We yeah, it's crazy to just crazy to think that like what would have happened if they had dug their heels in and not changed the character model Sonic? Way it would back have flopped like, hard. Like, that just-
1: was the most nightmare foolish. <laughs> sonic i had ever seen in my entire life like nowhere in no universe did sonic look like an actual hedgehog standing up that's creepy it's It's creepy
0: it's just (laughs) creepy right because to see the success that the first film had and to see how how well the second one opened like none of that would have happened None of it. Like fans right. fans were against that. Then they would have turned against the first movie, they probably don't make a sequel. So like like mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing just to think that like that decision that they thought, all right, let's bite the bullets. Let's admit we were wrong and go back to the drawing board and make it right. Now they have a franchise. <laughs> like, uh, right. and, and you hope that, that people will learn uh, from that and go, look, if you – like you said, Ryan, if you do it right, fans will reward it in a big way. Uh, and mm-hmm. and like i am i am just excited for the success uh we always want to see the video game movie genre kind of get up to that level uh yes yes i mean I, I i hope i'm assuming that there'll be a sonic 3 at some point and i hope they do because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh just everything i'm seeing about the second one looks like they have found their stride and uh it makes me more hopeful for other adaptations coming uh that that they can kind of get that note right and they can do it. You know, and, and interesting, Ryan, when you were bringing up the, the Halo series, for so long with so many of those adaptations kind of starting and stopping, like I have the, these ideas of having like this grand sci-fi epic movie with Halo. And mm-hmm. uh, I think, you know what, I, I have this like <sighs> – almost this kind of level of like i am glad that halo got an adaptation finally but man mm. they missed the boat on when they should have made it like like halo is still popular but like halo was on another level in like right uh the 2010s you know or the late the late the 2008 to 2015 that kind of period like halo was just mm-hmm. on a different stratosphere and i feel like they missed the boat on really making an adaptation there. And like like frankly, I like that Halo's here, but I kinda don't care as much as I would have 10 years ago.
1: Now let me ask you, have you played Halo Infinite?
0: I have not yet.
1: So maybe that's because you gotta remember Halo Infinite just dropped too and I haven't played the story, uh enjoyed the multiplayer. That kinda that's got its own issues, and I wouldn't say there's nothing wrong with the actual game. It's lack of content. I feel uh, for that. I know that there's uh, the new season should be starting soon, which is crazy because I can't believe the first season's already done. Um, but there is a big issue, at least for me, as in how you customize your Spartan. Uh, I I don't like that some colors and some things are locked into specific. Um, uh, uh, like uh, armor sets as opposed to it being like an interchangeable thing. Yeah, yeah it, it was really weird. And I don't know, you know, again, that, that I haven't played through. I've only played through the first one uh, and I'm working my way through the second one now. Uh, but that seemed weird to me because I was like, oh, I, I I got this uh this shader. This is going to look great, but I can't use this shader with this armor set. And I'm like, that's just dumb why would you
0: do That's that like I,
1: yeah it, it made no sense um however i and, and again i i feel like i really didn't hear too many people talking and maybe it was because i was avoiding people talking about uh how they liked the campaign but i mean there is the campaign uh and and that stuff there so like the relevance of it is still there i just feel like it's I don't know that we get that same like feeling as we once did when back in the day, like there may be like one or two blockbuster games that would come out a year. Whereas every other month here, not even every other month, like every other week, we've got a new blockbuster game coming out and and this and that. So the market is way more saturated. Uh, and I feel like things get pushed to the wayside pretty quickly so that that might be what you're sensing in in terms of uh just it not you know it not having that same feeling as it once did
0: yeah you know and it's interesting too with with infinite uh most halo games i i did at least one playthrough with uh, as co-op uh so Mm -hmm. so now like um with games like that like like my girlfriend and I just just like to play those games together so i've actually just kind of been yeah. sitting waiting for co-op <laughs> to uh to to come out for infinite like i look i i think them not having co-op at launch with infinite for a set of gamers, maybe not a lot, but for gamers like myself, was a huge bummer, and I was like, "I'm just gonna wait," <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's, it's like I have like a nostalgia factor for playing Halo campaigns with somebody else, and I just want to now, just uh, given my circumstances. So, uh, I, I I fully hope uh, to jump into the campaign at some point here soon. Um, mm-hmm. But you're right, like like back in the late 2000s, Halo was like king of the castle. You know, it was mm-hmm. it was Halo. Duty really like and for first person shooters is like the it games. Yep. Halo kind of dominated the conversations and now uh, you're right with as as stacked as schedules are. You know Halo comes out, but right on its heels are like Pokemon Legends and uh, mm-hmm. Elden Ring and Horizon. <laughs> so uh, they don't have that breathing room and and Halo already had to win back fans given the rocky launch trailer they showed in 20. 20- Twenty <laughs> of the delay. So, like, yeah, you're right. It's 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 not their world anymore. They they've, they've got to kind of fight to carve out their space again.
1: Yeah, and I and you know it's it's terrible because the co op is still. I think that got pushed back even further because that stuff was supposed to be introduced by the time by the time the first season ended and the second season started. But like midway through that, they announced that they were going to have to push that. And uh, I can't remember the other thing, but it was two things. And that was one of them. But I think you're right. And and I don't think you're alone. I think a lot because like a lot of my friends that I spoke with were talking about how they're just going to wait until the co-op comes out because you're like, that's how you know that's why I enjoyed playing it, playing it with friends. It, it'd be like, it'd be like uh, if uh, Tiny Tina came out, but didn't have uh, uh co-op. You know what I mean? Those are huge because you can also, uh, th- they're, they're co-op games as well. So, and they've been in all the other ones. So you would think moving forward that, oh yeah, this is an out the gate, you know, automatic type of thing. So the fact that we're what, three, four, five, six months deep and co-op still doesn't exist, definitely hurts its sales. And then to top that off, then you had the issues within the the multiplayer game. And again, not issues as far as gameplay because the gunplay is smooth. It's fun. There's just a lack of maps. There's a lack of customization. And it really, it almost felt like, you know, they got this... Launched off the ground, but it felt like there's just little pieces and, and and it's not quite hitting the mark all the way to where it's keeping their their um, not fan base, but 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 player base entertained and wanting to come back. Like you're saying, you've got to really, especially nowadays with everything that's out, you've got to really put out a solid product in order to not only get people's attention, but then keep people's attention and keep them coming back every week and giving them incentives and reasons to come back in place. So we'll see coming into the second season how they shift and change strategy to then accommodate for that.
0: Right, and the multiplayer stuff is is worrisome because if you think back to Halo's legacy, you know uh, uh, for for generation of gamers, obviously GoldenEye was like the pinnacle of multiplayers, right? Mm-hmm. For another generation, that was Halo and Halo Two. Halo Two launched Xbox Live, right? So like. Right. Like to see them not have all those ducks in a row when we're used to this series being the best of the best uh mm-hmm. especially multiplayer wise it's a little jarring and and it's 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 frustrating but it it's probably more frustrating given the legacy of the series
1: right yeah exactly uh we'll we'll see though we'll i mean you know i i feel like and it's it's terrible that I feel like the, the it's kind of changed where I feel like a lot of games are coming ma- coming out kind of incomplete, and then they finally, after months, you know, get to the place that is the actual finished product, uh, which I think is, is starting to become a, a bit of a problematic thing in the gaming sphere where, yo, I'm paying... Premium prices. I expect a finished game, not something that you're just going to work on and make better. Otherwise, what's the point? Wait, wait for it to go on the bargain bin, and then pick it up. Then, when it's an actual game, um, it's unfortunate that we've I, we've seen. I've played a ton of games anthem uh that are like that that are like basically shells of a game but they're not an actual game or there's not enough content or whatever (laughs) it's like what yeah 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 i'm not like why am i paying premium prices for this this isn't even a real game uh anyway i i i digress let's take a uh a quick commercial break i'm excited again uh for sonic to go to go see that i've nothing nothing but good things so that'll be that'll be a lot of fun but uh yeah let's take quick commercial break and we'll be back on the other end with some more news we'll be right back y'all
0: Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening to those short messages. And to continue on with the news, Ryan, you have some uh, metaverse news here that could have some some pretty interesting implications.
1: Yeah, this this should not be a surprise to anybody Um but it it, it it went down. So uh, it turns out that Sony and the family that owns Legos have both thrown in one billion dollars <laughs> <laughs> into the epic or into epic games. Um, this is a smart move on their part. We've talked about it before, where Sony is definitely behind when it comes to. That forward technology uh, metaverse things and stuff like that. So, this is r- actually really smart of them. Obviously, as you guys know, uh, Epic Games is also the maker of Fortnite. And they, not only that, but they also uh, Unreal Engine. So, they basically, if you think about it, they basically already have a metaverse within Fortnite. Yep. So they know, you know, and and I imagine that they they plan on uh moving forward and and making it even bigger. This is the huge part though. The fact that Legos <laughs> is also involved in this is absolutely brilliant because that means and, and 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 you know, just reading articles and doing some research and stuff, they're looking to basically create a kid friendly metaverse. So there's been a lot of talk about the metaverse, what it is. We still trying to figure it out, uh, how you get into it, all that stuff. However, to be able to have something that that is no number one, kid friendly And within this metaverse space is going to be absolutely huge. We know that people are talking about it, but the fact that there's this niche of it just being specifically um, for kids and, and leaning more towards that, I think it's going to be absolutely huge with the, with, with what, Epic games and Fortnite and what they're already doing with that stuff. Um, they've already got the framework. They've already got the infrastructure for it. So it makes sense, at least to me, number one, Sony's not going to be developing anything soon to be able to compete with something like that. So why not buy in to uh, Epic games and be able to have access not only for your own stuff, but then whatever they're releasing and, and putting out? I, again, I don't know how that looks contractually. Or anything like that. But I imagine and this isn't the first time either. They yeah, they, they also invested like 200 million. I think it was earlier in the year or last year. So these are those moves that they're looking to make. And then you're talking about Unreal Engine Five and how things are going to be developed in in that. Plus, you put Metaverse together. Like, dude, I am here for it. Like, I think this is huge. Obviously, one of the big competitors uh, for something like this, in my opinion, or opinion, would be Roblox. Right, Roblox is also building out and they basically have their own metaverse as well I've, and, and that is very very much geared towards kids so I think it's smart of them to try to, to play that that kid angle and giving children uh, an, an early opt-in to be able to get into this metaverse to be able to go and hang out and do things go to concerts uh, things like that it's going to be absolutely huge and kids are going to go nuts over this so this all makes sense to me that is a ton of money again we're seeing Sony is is not backing down they are putting where they're they're putting their money where their mouth is and they're they're investing in in these spots that they see is going to have a very big effect not only in gaming but i think just in in the world in general how we communicate how we do business how things get done maybe how Kids learn learn stuff. You know, they have virtual classrooms where they're in the metaverse and and, you know, people are there. This is the future stuff that I was talking about. And and this is a great investment on Sony's part to invest in in that. Not only that, but then, of course, the partnership with uh, with Legos right. and uh, and Sony, this, this is good or not Sony. I'm sorry, but uh, Epic Games, this is going to be huge, dude.
0: It is. And you're exactly right. This is a a hugely smart idea by Sony, Uh, especially, you know, if they hadn't been working in the background on on something like this to compete, uh, they'd be Mm -hmm. too far behind at this point. Yeah, so so buying in uh, with Epic Games sounds like a really good idea i'm actually really intrigued by the lego stuff uh you know first of all let me say uh we were a lego family growing up <laughs> so always yeah, just an affinity nice. for that brand also some of the lego games are kind of sneaky good like i know that they're, mm-hmm. they're aimed at a younger audience but some of the humor is actually kind of funny and the gameplay is usually pretty solid uh so they actually do have yeah. a, at least a history in in the gaming world there uh you but I'm kind of interested. A having a safe space for children is really important. B though, I'm hoping that at it, it least to some pretty creative outlets because you know you think of Lego, you think of obviously building things. If they if they can figure mm-hmm. out a platform, just let let kids go, let other people go, and create some stuff. Uh, but that actually is really interesting to me. Uh, we already see what people are doing in like the Roblox world and 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 uh, what people create in like Minecraft and like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like. It, it, in hindsight like it, it's crazy to think that lego didn't try and uh, enter that space <laughs> or offer something similar you know uh just given mm-hmm. what that brand is all about so i'm actually really interested to see where the lego stuff goes uh and as you know the the as the industry tries to figure out all this stuff about metaverses and everything like that having spaces for families and children is going to be critically important because we all know the internet can be a stupid place as well. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. uh, look, big news on both fronts. It makes sense on both fronts. And I think that uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to see where they take them.
1: Yeah. And you're saying, I mean, Fortnite already has buildings. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like you put those two in together, that and Legos and, Come on, man. They've already got the stuff. But uh, again, this is that future forward thinking of these companies and being like, look, Epic Games has this technology. They've already got the infrastructure. They've already shown that they can do metaverse stuff. And they've done it pretty, pretty well to the fact that you now have other companies that are doing things similar where in Destiny there is a live in-game event, which was amazing it wasn't anything like crazy like some some things uh some rockets went into a ship and then a ship crashed and uh, it was freaking awesome to watch live but you see those technologies and that stuff getting introduced into these games, and it's only going to increase. And you're going to see more stuff. We're going to have more more concerts and things where people in spaces where where people can go and interact mm-hmm. with each other in this 3D environment. And what better a place uh, for for kids to be able to hang out or be able to see each other, you know, and and talk and do things with each other without physically having to to be in the same room in same space i think it's going to be huge but a lot of this again to me is just the future of not only gaming but it's also the the future i think that is the future of life in general right. is is utilizing these tools more and more so This is a a huge step forward. I'm really excited to see what they come up with, not only from a child's perspective, because obviously, you know, that's stuff that they will they will be interested in. I'll get my kids in and we'll check it out together. Um, But I'm curious to see moving forward what this does for business, for entertainment, you know, outside of just playing video games together and what kind of creative things that they come up with with this technology.
0: Yeah, for sure. I I am going to just veer off course here real quick because this has just got my head (laughs) And uh, this is my crusade that probably won't lead anywhere. But Warner Brothers, if you're listening, if you... This... Look at what's happening in the world right now with all the metaverses. You cannot tell me this is not the most timely time to make a new Matrix game. Anyway, I just (laughs) needed to throw that in there. (laughs) You just cannot tell me. We're literally talking about people... (laughs) Essentially, plugging into these virtual worlds. Come on, come on.
1: I mean, it, it is ripe for the picking. There.
0: <laughs> this is my crusade, Ryan. I am gonna get this game made. If it ever gets made, I'm taking credit for it. Like that was
1: me. That was that was all the pushing I did. Wb. The w w w w, w b. <laughs> Whatever happened to that frog? <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. That's a good question. <laughs> Uh, what else? What else we got uh, going on news wise, dude?
0: Yeah, so uh, Bucksnacks, which was a uh, PS5 launch window game, mm-hmm. uh, is actually headed to Game Pass and the Switch. Uh, I think at the end of this Whoa. month. I think like the twenty eighth or something. Uh, so this is a game, obviously that I have not played because I still don't have a PS5. But it looks Aww. unique. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> Ryan, I was telling you before we recorded, it, it looks cute slash creepy <laughs> like, yeah um,
1: definitely kind of creepy definitely kind of creepy
0: but honestly i i heard good things about this game that that i actually might check this game out
1: yeah you know and, and my daughter uh my daughter was playing this and uh it is it, it's a fun kids game but it's also super creepy because they're eating these <laughs> Food items and then their and then their body parts turn into the foods that they eat uh, It's it's actually kind of if you get through it and like I think uh, I, I think it's kind of an actual like, a Darker story um, Yeah And and it's it's weird that it's a kid's game But it's totally a fun game and it, and it you know, I thought they did, did a really good job The really fun thing about this game too was that they really utilize the the uh, PlayStation controller Within this game so it felt like it was A good display of being Able to kind of see And do these different things That you can uh, with the PS5 controller that you wouldn't Be able to so I feel like a little bit of the Experience may be lost uh, When porting over To other systems and PC but dude this is kind of surprising That it's going to be on game pass like That's a bit of a Shocker to me that uh, You know they're they're Sony has really, and again, I I don't know that they just said, you know what, it makes more sense to release these games after a certain point in time because then there's a whole audience that we're ostracizing. Otherwise, if we don't open it up, so let's do our limited, our limited uh, exclusivity, and then after a certain point in time, bring it to these other places, and then they get to the double down and and make more money on these games that they've already released. Right. So it makes sense that they're doing it and it's good to see that they're playing nice with, with uh, 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 I'm sorry, Microsoft and, and PC and some of these other things. I, I, I hope that continues and this isn't just a a random, you know, oh, here and there. Like, I just want to I just want to see, and I want to see more consistency. Right. I think that they will continue doing this stuff and having releases like that and then opening it up to these other systems. But this is huge, and this was a surprise because this was a PS5 exclusive. So the fact that it's they're now porting over, uh, we're, what, a year deep. This is a year after PlayStation has come out or about a year and a half uh, after it's come out is uh, that's encouraging to me. That is that is very encouraging to me.
0: So, okay, I gotta be honest with you. When Bugsnax came out, I didn't pay a lot of attention to it uh, just because it mm-hmm. looked like a more family-friendly game and because mm-hmm. I didn't have a PS5. But but now, <laughs> watching this video that's been <laughs> playing. So, Ryan, right, part, of, part of this game is that they eat these other living things and yes. they become part of their body?
1: Yes, yes, that is exactly correct. They, they, whatever they eat, they, they grow these body parts of what they ate. It's really, it's, it's okay. It's
0: like this I guess <laughs> I, ne- for some reason uh, in my head, because, because I didn't pay much attention to this game, even the title <laughs> just didn't even like click with me till just now. I was like, oh my goodness,
1: like, yeah. like,
0: this, this game seems. Man, <laughs> okay, it's, okay,
1: it's a lot. There's an actual, yeah, there's an actual story to this game, and uh it's it's pretty solid. It's darker than what it seems for sure.
0: <laughs> Interesting. I mean, honestly, now I'm more intrigued by it and and slightly afraid to see what it's about. But
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think this is something that you know that that folks would enjoy it. and it is something too if you do have children that they would be able to play that they can play and 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 would enjoy um but yeah there's definitely it's it's kind of creepy when you think about what they're doing and it's like oh they so they're eating these other living things and then they grow body parts from these things that they ate it's like that's weird but all right <laughs> okay yeah but yeah yeah. Check it out. People, people should check it out. And now people are gonna have do you know uh when did they say that this is gonna release? I wanna say the twenty eighth of this month. Like I wanna say it's really close. Oh. Oh, interesting. So yeah, that, that'll open up that that uh that'll open the game up to to other people being able to play. And it's nice to be able to see these these uh playstation games coming over to where folks that have pc or xbox or don't have playstation at least have the opportunity to play these games somehow some way so that to me is really exciting
0: yes uh just did some live researching april 28th
1: oh wow that's crazy man that is crazy yeah
0: yeah yeah. On him. Pretty wild. Uh, and I did want to throw in one more piece of news real quick. Just at the end, Vicarious Visions announced that they're officially merging with Blizzard Entertainment. They've been oh. a long time studio. Most recently they did the, uh, Tony Hawk one and two remake or remaster, or whatever mm-hmm. they called it. Uh, And so now there'll be a support studio on Blizzard properties. Uh, So good news is, from what I understand, everybody's keeping their jobs and they get to stay uh, uh, where their studio is located. Uh, But just kind of sad news for a longtime studio not getting a chance to be uh, a lead on other properties uh, that will instead be support on existing Blizzard properties. But... uh, at least, like I said, at least they're keeping their jobs. I mean, if we're, so, I mean, that right. doesn't always happen in this industry, uh, but kind of sad to see that that's happening from a creative standpoint.
1: Yeah. Well, I, you know, and I, I wonder what prompted the move to be more support as opposed to you know, creating their own standalone games. I wonder if just maybe their previous, they just weren't bringing in enough money or could I know too, uh, they also worked on the PC version of Destiny 2 as well. So they they definitely are no strangers to supporting other, other games and other companies and maybe just financially based on the market and the team that they have and stuff that it just made more sense for them to To do that, but again, that also sweetens the pot for uh, Microsoft when you're talking about that Activision Blizzard does. Uh, deal to go through. Now, t- now you're saying that you get Vicarious Visions within the deal as well. It's like that's huge. So maybe you know within that they end up. You know, still being able to develop their own games and just utilizing that Microsoft money. Again, this is pending. That deal goes all the way through. But uh, that could breathe new life into that studio or they could just uh, stay as a support studio. Um, but it, it'll be interesting, too, to just to see, you know, the things that they've done and and that they have in their uh, tool belt, per se, You know, if they utilize and take any of that stuff and then start spreading it and putting it into other games. I think this is a huge back end move for Blizzard. And this might even be indicative of a project or something that Blizzard is working on that they needed that support. And they're like, you know what, let's just go ahead and and put this out. We've worked with these guys. They've supported other games that we've put out as well. Let's go ahead and gobble them up. And, and take what they have and apply it to what we have, which then Microsoft will gobble them up and do the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um.
0: All that makes sense. All that makes sense. And like I said, good news is it looks like everybody's keeping their job. So that's always, always a good thing. If you're going to make a transition, at least there's no uh, turmoil with, with their uh, employee base.
1: Right. Exactly. Good stuff, man. There's yeah, there's a lot that happened this past uh, this past week in, in gaming news. So uh, definitely, definitely good stuff. Uh, Lucas, what do you got uh, going on uh, this weekend, my friend? Other than I know that you're going to be at your in BTS mode. You've got the, the concert Friday. You're going to try to take any time and just uh, relax a little bit.
0: Yeah, so uh my assumption is Saturday and Sunday I'm just recovering from yeah. <laughs> that, that entire experience. Uh mm-hmm. yeah, hoping to uh to have some time to relax, especially Sunday, uh game a little bit more. Um and yeah, my body's just gonna have to be recovering all weekend. I think I think because yeah. uh, we 'cause we're gonna we have to get there like super early based on all the lines I'm seeing. So that's
1: I don't yeah, know. they were lining up uh, this past weekend. They were lining up. I think it's starting at like at five or, or six o'clock in the morning or something like that. And like the concert wasn't until seven o'clock that night. It's like that is insane. That is I, insane. I will say this.
0: I am so happy that it's going to be cooler here this weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true.
0: Like, just for, like, I, I like, melt in the heat. So, I lucked out <laughs> that it's going to be cooler this week. Uh, but no, other than that, just kind of hanging out, game a little bit. Uh, and, oh, I do have a bright session coming up on April 25th. So, I'm starting to get ready for yes. that. Uh, but other than that, uh, that's about it. What about yourself, Ryan? What are you up to this weekend?
1: Awesome. Same old, same old. I'm guessing Scum, Destiny 2. And uh, obviously, with the addition of, uh, I mean, really, my attention is kind of on Tiny Tina's. I'm just really enjoying that game. I've been grinding through. I haven't, I've got some friends that are co-oping. So I'll probably play with them a little bit. But so far, most of it has been uh, single player for me, which I don't mind. I enjoy it because it's got great, there's just great dialogue. And those are a lot, those games are very. Good adult fun. And especially if you like looter shooters, it's definitely a game that you're going to want to want to check out for sure. But that's what my weekend, I believe, looks like. There's some other things here or there, but for the most part, I think that's kind of the plan. But. We hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening. Episode 117. Again, don't forget, hit us up on the tweeters. Uh, If you got a question, if you got a comment, whatever, let us know at LampartySpot, at Lucas or at Smitty2447. We thank you guys again for listening and watching. We hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week and you already know what it is. We love your faces.